2: Hey, everybody, say We're debating Evolution on Trial, and we are starting right now with Taylor, a.k.a. Snake's opening statement. Thanks so much for being with us, Snake. The floor is all yours. Thank you.
3: All right, so um, I guess so Evolution on Trial tonight, and uh, in order to challenge Evolution, these guys need to define a hard limit on how much a population can change, um, and I will continuously point out that they're unable to do this throughout the debate. I also keep an eye out for that um there's no genetic limits there's no morphological limits that they can point to that would uh uh, go against evolution i'm not trying to say that there are no limits period but that would prevent evolution um every attempt to put on like genetic limits are entirely arbitrary and either separates humans and apes while dividing up their declared kinds like all cats and uh, are unrelated to all other cats um or Um, And that would overload the ARC, or it gives them roughly the kinds they want, except that it puts humans and apes as the same kind. So all attempts of that have failed. Um, There has been no attempt to define morphological limits, um, but these are necessary to challenge this idea and the consensus. Um, In order to challenge scientific consensus that has already been proven to the vast, vast, vast majority of the experts, one must be qualified in the subject and give good evidence. They have neither. Actually, I'm not sure about... uh, Victoria, but uh, um, what will not work as a challenge to evolution is to point out some hole in the scientific understanding and say, it's not possible to know it, and therefore God can fill it. That is a fallacy, which must be uh, dismissed out of hand. I'm compelled to dismiss fallacies, um, or else I'm being irrational. Um, Evolution has been on trial in the Kitzmiller versus Dover trial. Uh, No surprises here, but uh, evolution won even with a conservative judge. Um, And uh, so in order for a scientific uh, concept to be scientific, it must have scientific applications, uh, which basically means it has to have novel testable predictions if it's a model. Um, Creationism has zero. Evolution has many um, based on common descent, uh, like transitional species. uh, Archaeopteryx, Trichetolic are the famous ones. Um, Creationist has no reason to predict those even exist. Multiple lines of uh, evidence cross confirm each other. And um, at this point, I'd like to share my screen. All right, is that working? Yep. Okay. So uh, genetic clocks line up with geological and radiometric clocks. And if these are wrong, the Earth. If the earth is young, the amount of radiation alone would melt the earth, so certainly not a possibility. Um, All right, advance the slide. Come on. Okay. ERVs are DNA elements that viruses inserted into ancient genomes which are inherited. since they're all the result of infections in random areas of the genome, they make for very good uh, markers of ancestry, since the likelihood that two species would get infected by the same virus in the same place is uh, virtually nothing. Um, just for uh, 205 shared HERVWs, that's one class of HRVs, um, humans and chimps share 205 of 213, I think. Um, these are the chances of just that shared placement. Um, that's about uh, 588 eight with um 1416 zeros after it, i think so basically and that's like uh several orders uh more molecules that aren't even in the universe so mathematically impossible um for humans not to be descended from apes which is of course the most offensive relationship to creationists obviously um and that's only one class of ervs and that's only one class of uh transposable Um, Elements that also trace ancestry. So uh, that's a major thing, but my favorite point is basically that every single difference between populations in life's history is already accounted for by observable microevolution that they accept. Um, We know that the size, shape, orientation, location, number, and chemical composition of bones, organs, and tissues can change within accepted biblical kinds, and creationists accept this. Um, These are slides from Call Me Emo, and as he beautifully demonstrates, the amount of accepted variation within kinds is larger than the gaps between them. Uh, Variation is covered by transitional forms, but if creationists insist transitional forms are their own kind— they shoot themselves in the foot since now the range of accepted diversity overlaps the gaps, meaning there's absolutely no reasonable barriers between any of the kinds, and that's because they're so uh, close morphologically to two different kinds. Um, if the transitional forms are explained as being part of either kinds, this just shrinks the gap between two original, uh, two original non uh, Sorry, between the original two to non-existence. Uh, resulting in a unified kind. So the amount of creationist accepted variation within kinds, such as in coelacanth, is so large it's the same as the difference between fishes that creationists consider not related. Uh, variation within kind is larger than the gaps between kinds. Creationist orgs admit mesohippus is an ancestral horse, but that's actually uh, more similar to that of tapirs, uh, which they arbitrarily separate for absolutely no reason. Uh, the foot structure of creationists accepted horse kind varies wildly from four toes to one. That's major coordinated structural change. Variation within kind is larger than between them. This is an inconsistent standard and thus any doubts as to relationships are unreasonable and irrational by definition. Uh, comparative anatomy is viewed as valid to draw relation within kinds, but is arbitrarily dropped whenever creationists feel like it. So I would ask how they know that, uh, Ceratopsids are related. They'll say anatomy, then you ask them humans, they'll just draw an arbitrary line. They also claim to be able to identify fossil snakes from just jawbones or vertebrae alone, Um, yet they drop comparative anatomy whenever convenient. Baromenology, the creationist term for classifying each kind, demonstrates this self-defeating problem. As baromens declared, uh, clusters of morphological similarity organisms that uh, fit this pattern in clusters appear But and then larger gaps lie between them. Uh, Those are declared barrens as clusters. Um, But as more fossils are discovered, the distance between like aves birds and dromaeosaur dinosaurs like Velociraptors uh, collapsed, and the variation within kind exceeded the distance between the uh, variation between kinds, whoops. Uh, So could these be the same kind? There's no way for a creationist to tell. What about these? All that separates is slight proportional differences of the same bones, aka microevolution. Same here, microevolution. Same here, microevolution. But when we add them all together, we see macroevolution. So why can't these accepted microchanges add up in the same lineage? There's no answer to this. Slight variation of existing structures is observable, like flexing of fins for walking limbs. Folding of teeth to make fangs, which there are half evolved transitional forms to this day, yet still functional. Um, Theory of uh, life being connected gives us predictions about the fossil record, uh, predictions that the inconsistent and vague creationist hypothesis cannot make. Thus, making evolution scientific by definition. Organisms don't suddenly start rings, they modify them from existing structures. Plants are amazing examples of macroevolution. These are all related plants because they can graft and breed with each other. Uh, They have different body plans, though. Uh, such as broccolis and mustards. Um, fractal patternicity in Romanesco broccoli is uh, an example of functional information evolving without intelligent design. Um, we've observed single left. cellular organisms evolving into multicellular. Uh, there's uh, ma- major bone changes, numbers of bones, um, uh, functional changes in bones of creationist accepted kinds, uh, change uh, new muscle groups evolving in mammals uh, uh, that they accept are related. Um, That's why there's vestigial structures um, like nails on manatees and seals, legs develop on whales and snakes in vitro. So what separates these uh, monkeys from lemurs? Nothing, because they agree the same thing can happen in dogs. Uh, This happens in the same species of fish, different functional conformations. So at what point do these changes stop accumulating? And that will be my, one of my major sticking points tonight. Thank you.
2: Thank you very much for that opening statement. We'll kick it over to snake's partner for the remaining roughly four minutes or so for his opening as well. In terms of the, you could say argument on behalf of evolution. I'm going to minimize your screen snake, AKA Taylor. And with that, thanks so much for being with us. Atheist jr. The floor is all yours. Yeah. Could
4: you share uh, my screen now? You bet. Okay. So uh, the title of this debate is Evolution on Trial. So let's remember that in the scientific community, there's no debate about whether or not evolution happened in the past and continues to happen. We are still evolving, and that's not controversial. Uh, Evolution, as well as the religious concept of intelligent design, which is not a scientific theory, they both have been on trial in the past. It didn't go well for ID. On December 20th, 2005, in Kitzmeller versus Dover, the district court, Judge John Jones ordered the Dover Area School Board to refrain from maintaining an intelligent design policy in any school within the Dover Area District. Now Judge Jones wrote that ID is not science and cannot be judged as valid accepted scientific theory as it has failed to publish in peer reviewed journals, engage in research and testing and gain acceptance in the scientific community. This was the first challenge to the constitutionality of teaching intelligent design in the public school science classroom. and. you could see that they, the front page news in Denver, or in Pennsylvania, I guess, was that ID is not science. And let's look at just some quick evidence about creationism and what they say about kinds. And creationists somehow accept major chromosomal uh, translocations and mutations in horses, something they say is impossible for human in evolution. Everything they say is made up ad hoc just to try to refute a specific fact they don't like, but nothing's derived from a central thesis other than God did it, which I think we saw in my last debate on here. Um, So you'll see that they say that horses and donkeys can be the same kind, which are separated by two chromosomes. But if you ask them, are humans and chimps the same kind, they would say no, even though they only have a difference of two chromosomes, just like these. And these animals are more fit than their fossil ancestors that, uh, that have more toes in them and more fit for horsey things. Now, um, some otters can be very weasel-like, while others not so much, and still others look like they're on the cusp of being seals with their paddle-like flipper feet. Remember, creationists admitted that these evolve from weasels. They're all in the same kind, so they admit flippers can evolve from terrestrial feet. And we have more and less seal-like versions in, in otter variations. Sea otters are closer to seals, while river otters are more like flat-footed swimming weasels. And we can see in the fossil record, animals that look like a combination of bears and dogs or seals and dogs, we get a, a transition where it's getting impossible to tell which category they're in. Like if you look at the transition between theropod dinosaurs to or uh, theropod dinosaurs to what look like modern birds, it gets to a point where paleontologists can't tell which category they're in because they have the traits of both. And I think Snake showed this slide as well, but it basically just shows that uh, when it comes to specifically human evolution, this is a problem for, for creationists and because they're biblical literalists. So if you want to take Genesis literally, then it's going to be a, con- a conflict between the idea that humans were created as is as we are today walking upright intelligent with very little body hair and intelligent to speak english versus the fact that we had a common ancestor with bonobos and chimps and other apes so this is the primary conflict this is the reason why they don't want to accept evolution and you know i'll just end my presentation there because snakes was a little bit a little bit longer than mine so
2: you got it and With that, we're going to jump into the opening statements from, you could say, the anti-evolution side. But before we do, I want to say, folks, if it's your first time here at Modern Day Debate, we are a neutral platform hosting debates on science, religion, and politics. We hope you feel welcome no matter what walk of life you are from. We're thrilled to have you here. Hit that subscribe button as we have many more juicy debates coming up. For example, at the bottom right of your screen, it will be a juicy, controversial one this Sunday. Is Islam true between Muhammad and apostate prophet? You don't want to miss it. Hit that subscribe button. With that, thank you very much. BGG and Maddox, the floor is all yours.
5: Yes, I'll go first as I'm, I'm new here. All right then. Um, first, uh, going to get an audio test. Everything good? All right, then. Uh, evolution smacks of human invention and confabulation. What there is, is a lot of claims about the engine of evolution and the possibility of uh, life through deep time and random mutations becomes constructive in order, all of which are stipulated to exist, but none of which are demonstrated to exist. There's a striking absence of evidence where once you would expect to find it, Unless you want to propose and imagine and verify possibility of, of evolution where, where one would not expect to have to, to have evidence. Yeah, we have no demonstration of evolution being possible or, or even likely. We don't, have, we, we, don't, we don't even have confirmed accounts of evolution. What there is is linguistic slide-of-hand semantics. In which devolution is treated and presented as evolution, but this is more. Than, this is nothing more than the use of a well-in doublethink. It's, it's it's akin to saying subtraction is addition, losing is gaining, slavery is freedom, devolution is evolution, and th- that's really my intro.
2: Kick it over to Maddox as well, then. Thanks very much, Maddox. The floor is all yours.
5: Well, it's good to
6: be back here on the one and only MDD. I'm actually trying out something new. I am streaming live. Everybody from Centennial Park here in Nashville behind me is not a backdrop. It's actually a full-size replica of the Greek Parthenon. That'd be fun to try some out here. So James, thanks for inviting me on for this debate. Uh, it's kind of interesting listening to our opponents in their opening statements. I, I wonder if they forgot that this is evolution on trial. It's their position that is on trial, not alternative models. So yeah. Um, This isn't about defending creationism, YEC, OEC, uh, theistic evolution, any of those uh, models. That has nothing to do with uh, tonight's debate. So why 90% of y'all's opening statements was all about uh, those positions doesn't really make any sense to me if you're actually making a case for yours. Or perhaps you are just operating from the usual Evo Atheist on YouTube position, which is, oh, consensus is x therefore it must be 100 true therefore i'm not actually going to uh, analyze my own position i'm just going to try and deflect over to somebody else's which i find very interesting you know you get into things like the uh the bush or the orchard of uh organisms from origin of life that potentially especially on the protein level potentially defeats the entire premise of uh universal common ancestry you have all of the uh, issues with uh, you know gene regulatory networks that are necessary for uh, new body plans to exist. We have the recent discoveries that there's dramatically uh, controlled uh, mutations inside of coding regions, but it's much more open in the non-coding regions. However, the uh, evolutionists want to use similarities in the coding regions of the genome to somehow be the proof beyond all doubt of their position we're actually finding out that it's being much more controlled. Um, you know, one of the favorite talking points right now, which I, I'm very fascinated to see how long it takes for that one, this one to be uh, shuffled under the rug like so many um, in the past, but like ERVs, for example, right? So we now know beyond doubt that it's uh, essential to all sorts of stages of embryo developments. We know that uh, many of them work in conjunction with things like P53 in order to uh, stop cancer tumors, uh, have the ability to mimic uh, viruses and be able to operate with the immune system to take out everything. It actually kind of looks like their uh, defense mechanisms, which I always find very interesting And people don't think about that. Then you get into stuff like, oh, well, it must be an uh, endogenous retrovirus because, well, I mean, you need things like reverse transcriptase, all these kind of things. Well, I guess they weren't paying attention to the fact that uh, the discoveries in relation to something that was also called junk by and therefore evidence of evolution uh, up until about two years ago, the uh, polymerase theta uh, it turns out it actually is has a higher fidelity rate of RNA to DNA than the HIV reverse transcriptase. So there's so many different things that keep being discovered, which completely, you know, negate or at a minimum uh, decimate the, you know, dogmatic positions that are taken by so many of the folks that, you know, defend these positions. And I, I find it so funny that in relation to, you know, I forget who, which one of them said it, but it was, oh, well, if you don't have, you know, the piece of paper that makes you an expert in XYZ, therefore you're not allowed to actually... really have positions or challenge a position, but to my knowledge, neither one of these guys have those pieces of paper either, But are or on the flip side, um, have really investigated um, alternative arguments. So are you qualified to even be having this conversation, or are we all here able to use our intellect and be able to analyze the arguments, the evidence, and be able to reach uh, conclusions and potentially challenge uh, the status quo? Because it's not like there aren't things like the third way, in uh, evolution that are challenging the conventional paradigm and saying oh we need things like extended synthesis and you know the 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 standard models aren't really working um so i mean all all these things are you know growing rapidly to denigrate the dogmatic position that's taken by so many folks on on youtube now something i found extraordinarily fascinating from snake was right was trying to use the uh 5.88 to the 10 to the 1,088 power, whatever it was, or 1,400 power, whatever that was. Um, it's so funny that that number would indicate a probability of zero or just not being possible in this context for ERV placements, but dramatically even, even more improbable uh, things for just the formation of genes in general and overall you know, uh, transcription translation factors, all that kind of stuff. The numbers are exponentially larger than that. But in the conversations these guys have both had, they claim that, oh, well, there's a possibility, therefore. Um, So how are you going to say on one side that this gigantic uh, probability number equals not possible without it being your worldview, but completely uh, utilize uh, the opposite uh, context to reject um, opposing positions on the plausibility of these other things actually coming uh, to be? So I think, folks, as you uh, listen throughout the open discussion we're going to have, just make sure you pay attention to the fact that there's going to be dramatic attempts to deflect and not actually defend their own position. And to somehow claim that this is all about God of the gaps and all the things like uh, Atheist Jr. were saying, when in reality, this is about the weaknesses in evolution, which is what's on trial, not whether or not God did it. I yield.
2: You got it. Thank you very much. And we're going to jump into open conversation. Everybody's favorite. Want to let you know little channel housekeeping stuff. In particular, our guests are linked in the description. Keep that in mind throughout the debate as well as they're also linked at the podcast as every debate from modern day debate ends up at the podcast where our guests such as Atheist Jr., Snake, BGG, and John Maddox are linked as well in the description box there. Last but not least, a lot of people are like, hey, what about an Intelligent Design on Trial Debate or Creation on de- on Trial Debate. We would be thrilled to host it. If you'd be interested in doing that debate, you can reach me at day debate at gmail.com. As we are very open to having those topics, it just so happened that people were especially into evolution on trial as of late. But with that, gentlemen, thanks very much. The floor is all yours.
3: So how would you reconstruct the relationships between uh, organisms that you accept are related, uh, if not by morphological similarity? Well, here...
5: I have a I have a very low criteria for evidence for evolution so for example uh, can, can I share my screen okay all right then so uh, to the anti-evolution uh, stance would say these are not the result of uh, uh evolution so oh, how do I exit oh i'm going to share a different screen so my 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 question is simple so since my criteria for, for evidence for evolution is very simple according to evolution there are many transitionals between the the wolf-like ancestor and the Dalmatian so my question would be give me at least one transitional between the wolf and the Dalmatian
4: I, if, the, if, if you can't
5: present this trans, this transitional You have no evidence. That means it's just hypothetical.
4: It would be the child of that wolf. Uh, What is that? That is a slightly different version because Mm -hmm. children are not exact clones of their parents.
3: Okay. So are either of you going to answer my question?
2: There has to be Forgive me one second for jumping in. I do want to say bubblegum gun, this is my fault because I know that I told you to bring the mic a little bit closer right before we started, but it's a little bit too close. If you're able to bring it back just a little bit further. Thanks is that better? That. And that should be better. And I'll okay. try to adjust it in OBS in terms of getting your volume up higher. Go ahead.
5: Okay. Um, so is this an answer to my question or well? This is, this is just... I'm presenting a question because you, you're well, you, on trial. You can, this you, is evolution. You kind of on...
4: change you kind of changed the topic though.
5: No, This is evolution on trial. This is the topic of the debate. Yeah, okay, I, so, I, so it's a I... discussion portion. I asked a question.
3: Well, would you uh, like me to repeat it?
5: Well, you're, you guys are on trial.
4: This I think his question was related to evolution,
5: though, wasn't it? Yeah, this is this is so. You're saying, so, is this your no, next question? Wait, so,
4: James,
3: is this a uh, interrogation or is this just discussion? Yeah. Mm-hmm.
5: Okay, you guys. You, I mean, this is so you can debate. pass my question no. if you want. Oh, we can get to it. I'm presenting. Uh, this is my criteria for evolution. It's very simple. It's I. I, I this answered is bottom it. Of, this is bottom of the barrel. Yeah, okay. I answered it. Okay, what is that? Are you just, are you just saying the wolf is the ancestor of the So Are you saying uh, a wolf gave the red birth to a dalmatian?
4: That's not what you asked. You asked what is a? Tr- give me an example of a transition between that wolf and the dalmatian. And the answer is the child of the wolf.
5: Each because what is each. That? Chi- what do you mean? Well, what is it? Okay, here let me see. Let me get, let me show you a picture of what I mean.
4: I mean, are you looking for something that's half wolf, half dog? Because
5: no, I'm looking for an intermediate. Okay. How do I share my screen again? Okay.
4: I mean, what's with what's with the um hippograph or or I forget what you call those animals. Those what's with the picture yeah, in the I'm middle?
5: Correct.
4: Yeah. Why? Why is that there? Is that what you think that we think evolution is?
5: No, I'm asking you. Are these see these nodes? Those are inter- intermediates between the wolf and the Dalmatian. So no, you have to those, get...
4: those are different breeds of dogs.
5: N- no, see these nodes, the arrows. No, oh, that's okay. not how phylogeny works. This is, this is how uh, it works. No, it's not. This, okay, are you are you positing there is no intermediate between the Dalmatian and the gray wolf? No the wolf ancestor. There the is no intermediate. are not meant to
3: represent any particular specimen.
5: No, they are. Pres- they are many. Okay, are you saying these intermediates are merely abstractions, or are they real?
3: Uh, they're abstractions representing real phenomena. Wait, 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 wait. So move, move the Come arrow again? up. Say that again. One node, and that's.
5: Oh, we can do that's that a again. Uh, sure. Give me a second. I'll get that.
4: We should remember that these dogs at the bottom; these represent populations of animals. They're not individual dogs and individual wolves either. So you're asking if you're asking for you're asking for one transitional. We're talking about populations of animals.
3: Are you questioning whether dogs are related to wolves? Like is, you're starting there.
4: I mean, I'm creationists. Sure, keep, um, creationists okay. accept. They say okay. that they're the same kind. Because uh, that's
5: not what's this on trial. Is, I, uh, what what, what an my is on thinks on of his free time is irrelevant to this debate. This is evolution on trial. So I'm asking you, are these nodes, uh, the last common ancestor, are they real or are they abstractions?
4: Well, they're on a graph. Nodes gra- are abstract. The
5: okay, so they don't are exist. Are and that you doesn't, need that's these not abstract,
4: That's not what abstraction means.
5: Yes, it is. It means they aren't real.
4: No, no the genie from Aladdin isn't real. An, an abstraction of, is a, a is a representation. It's a simplification.
5: Okay. Yeah. When, when, I, when I when I mark are?
3: my height on the wall, that's an abstraction too. But it represents okay. my height. Okay. If, if they're not
5: abstractions, tell me what they are.
4: Well, the data of evolution. This data? Would, would, this. This. Okay. we so trying to waste our time. They have. Okay, so family trees or uh, graphs like this, if they actually represented the amount of species there are, they would not be able to fit on a textbook page. So they have to shrink them and simplify them, and they have to make these abstractions in order to make it palatable for us to read, because we're humans and we can't actually uh, see that much data. It It would be too uh too much data for us to co- to actually comprehend in a useful way. So that's why
6: abstractions are used. There's simplification of the larger data field. Right. Please. And the hang on let me, let me jump here for a second. So the the simplification that's being talked about in my opinion is a way to just gloss over the rapidly growing amount of dissimilarities. Like so the the more genomes of different types of organisms that are being sequenced, the more we're discovering that there is a greater amount of differences and similarities in terms of uh, unique genes. This was, uh, there was a paper on this, uh, I think, like two years ago on the exact topic of like, oh, it turns out as we sequence more and more types of organisms, we're finding less and less similarities and greater and greater dissimilarities. So the amount of mutation and natural selection and fixation of all sorts of de novo functions, uh, I mean, that, that's just getting bigger and bigger and completely I sense, irrelevant and since relevant well, no, is well, no, no 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 from from your uh t- timeline right and you're the one that claims that there is uh, improbabilities and things have to be taken into account so if you're now having uh sequences that the probabilities of their formation through undirected process is greater than the number that you put forth in relation to ervs um it's uh, what's good for the goose is good for the gander so how do you explain the massive amount of dissimilarities in the coding regions and as well as non-coding regions of the genomes as we're finding out more and more of it is uh, utterly essential for the, those organisms to exist uh it's irrelevant because it's mutations and you know that but evolution um, can account what, for
2: that
3: Whoa, what, what no, no, matters no, no. hold on i'm speaking what matters is what's what is the similarity between the most similar organisms can evolution account for the gaps between those well yeah and so the wider we widen our scope there is nothing you can do well tell me that what will bring is a a barrier between any of the observed things that we we see within uh uh modern animals all of that we see within modern animals is uh explains the differences in between every organism in the fossil record as well so well, it doesn't in- matter if there's a difference between an elephant and a
5: human what matters is a difference between a human and an ape well give me one intermediate between this gray wolf-like ancestor and the dalmatian what is it where did dalmatian dog come from i,
3: I haven't memorized dog phylogeny you, you can go so, look at
5: it I, I got the graph you want to look at it Yeah, I, I,
3: I don't care are you are you putting dog evolution on trial this is evolution on trial. Um, okay. Well, the, the common understanding is evolution, uh, common ancestry, evolution.
5: So do you think did, that? Do, do you, you think dog dog dogs are Do you think dogs are, just, are related? Are just
4: trying to avoid this. Uh,
5: are, you, are you trying to avoid this argument? Because you know you can't answer it.
4: We're trying to understand it.
5: No. I'm okay, trying to stay, it, I'm trying it, to it, not let you simple. waste
4: my time because
3: there's an This is a debate about common ancestry of all organisms, not about evolution. dogs it's about evolution no it's not it's not a, the debate is not about evolution the debate is about evolution from common ancestry
5: from com- that wasn't in the title
3: so so uh, the, it's, this is ad- even, 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 you're in, in? even okay. if
5: it was it would still be part of the evolution of ancestry okay so, so the question is very simple uh the nomination is here somewhere around the circle outer edge of the circle and we have the, the wolf uh, answers answers are here in the middle. So there are multiple intermediates, and all I need for evidence for evolution is to, for you to name one of these intermediates. what there is are fossil dogs, dude? Uh, can, can you present a fossil, or is or is a fossil abstract too? A fossil that's an abstract
4: too? Do
3: we so need the? So it's a, it's, do we need to... it's
5: an abstract fossil, so which means it doesn't exist. And you, we're simply stipulating. No, there are fossil dogs. Okay. Would we? Uh, has anybody presented these uh, this fossil intermediate?
4: Would you have to literally yeah. have the fossil shown to you for it to count as evidence?
5: There are multiple intermediates. If the coincidence that we can't find a single one.
4: That wasn't an answer. So
5: it, it is an answer. Why can't you, we find a single intermediate? Because this it okay, was a yes
4: or no this, question. How
5: is that a yes? Or, okay.
4: Would you would you have to have the actual fossil of that intermediate dog shown to you physically in front of you for it to count as
5: evidence? At least one, yes. Because if you have zero fossils, and you don't, it, it could be a fossil. It could be a, or either, it could be also be a living animal. You have neither. You understand how, that?
4: How could it be transitional between uh, an ancient wolf and a uh, Dalmatian if it's uh, if it's a Doberman? Like that's a different breed. Okay. Like that's what doesn't make sense about your chart. You're asking how could how which show me which of these which of these breeds of dog is transitional between a modern Dalmatian and an ancient wolf?
6: Like
5: now the question is I'm not really sure what you are.
6: Give me are one arguing. intermediate. I don't know what you guys are arguing about at this point. The in relation to if we're gonna go down the dog rabbit, the dog wolf rabbit hole, is the is it y'all's position that uh dogs are the result of preceding variations in wolf genomes or the variations are all the result of mutation in the the traditional paradigm sense?
4: I I would say it's a mixture of natural selection and artificial selection because we had natural selection of wolves uh, to dogs. And then when we domesticated dogs, that's where the artificial selection comes in and gets you very specified breeds like a French bulldog with a flat nose or a Chihuahua that's very small or a Great Dane that's bred for its size.
6: Right, but you're dodging the point The, the point of the question. The question was, is, was the necessary genomic information already present in the wolf in order to, whether it be through uh, natural or artificial, in order for the breeds of dogs to descend from it? Or is it necessitate uh, the formation of a whole bunch of new information in order for these uh different uh, breeds take place it would be new and you get that from mutations so you're suggesting that we couldn't very systematically recreate the breeds Uh, it would have to be all random mutations that that they're just selected for or those could be like reconstituted via uh, purposeful manipulation of the genome
4: no, like I said, it was a mixture of our, uh, natural selection and artificial selection, but both of those evolve, evolve, involve uh, mutations. It's just that with one, you're intentionally trying to select for certain traits. Now, I'm not a geneticist, so, 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 so I don't shi- know. So
6: shih, tzus, his- so shih Tzus, I believe, are either the first or second closest to a wolf genomically. Um, You actually think that... They're that similar, and like that, defends your position. Did I or
4: did I say or imply that?
6: Well, I, I'm saying that from you guys like to go down the rabbit hole of morphology, right? And that all of these variations must be indicative of uh, evolution in the traditional sense. But we now have something like, I mean, eventually you get a chihuahua, right? And if you're looking at things from like the fossil record perspective, and you weren't doing a direct uh, genome comparison. Uh, are you actually going to try and argue that the skeleton could actually be truly uh, time-lined, in, between well, it, mean, it, timelined between a wolf and I, a chihuahua? Well, morphology is. lined
3: timelined between a
6: wolf and chihuahua? Evolution I, is all about descendancy and, and heredity, right?
4: I think I know what he's asking. So, uh, morphology has to do more with just the uh, shape and how an animal looks. That's why the first taxonomies the first phylogenetic trees were made just based on how animals look. it wasn't until we discovered genetics that they were able to go back and test the dna of these animals and see specifically how closely related they were or not closely related but no i think if an alien came and saw a chihuahua skeleton and a wolf skeleton they probably wouldn't think that they're closely related or related at all
6: Okay. Cool. Because so, of
4: genetic testing that we can know that, or the fact that we know we made Chihuahuas, basically.
6: Cool. So, mm-hmm. is ninety-nine uh, percent of all genetic comparisons done from extant uh, genome sequencing or uh, preceding comparisons?
4: You mean extant versus extinct? Because I think you you have to be DNA only lasts for a certain amount of time that you can still test it. Like there well, are fossils we can't DNA. Get can,
6: DNA, DNA from. can lock, can last for quite some time, but that's not the point. My point is. Is the, uh, is the majority of, the, of evolutionary theory based on inference?
5: The no. majority? It's based no? on prediction. Okay, then tell me. Um, so the point the about
3: morphological similarity is that since we know there's variation within animals that we see today that we know are related, that certainly is plausible for how animals that are similar change from each other. Right so right. It's are, possible. You, are you missing the whole are you and then, the, the and foundational then, point of the question um, and then when we have this hypothesis of okay so maybe this goes back further and further then that's able to predict forms that you guys had no idea existed and
6: exactly where they were and what they are okay this so this that's whole, how science this, works this
3: are you that's guys what you don't can't have
6: do. okay again you just can't do Ladies and gentlemen of the audience, this is example number one of the attempt to deflect over. Oh, to you guys, you guys didn't think of X, Y, and Z. That's not the point. That's not the question. That's not the thing that's being brought up here. This is a terrible uh, model of creation, but let's not over talk. Okay. So I'm not discussing anything from a creationist perspective. Okay. We're talking about the necessities of the genome and the the differences and the very hyper-specific Functional information that is necessary in order for different organisms to exist. Do you deny the fact that there is dramatic amounts of uh, differentiation, the functional information, regulatory sequences, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, that are necessary for different organisms to exist?
3: No, and that's the point. Is we there are observed mechanisms that change those, that those yeah. differences can be the result of. We observe the ways that those changes arise. Yeah, and differences so, and don't
4: those debunk changes, evolution
5: those changes can be predicted in the, the fossil record. That's the thing, you don't have no fossils. If you did have fossils, you would be able to present at least one transitional between the Dalmatian and the wolf. And go to a, provide, uh, go they, to a don't museum. Have fossil wolves. They don't yes, have they a do. single one in the museum. Yes, they do. Uh, give me one then, Atheist Jr.
4: I told you, the transition is between the, you're, you're saying ancient wolves and I guess domesticated dogs. Well, every oh, link be. along between the two is a transitional form between them so the child those, of that the child of that wolf is a transition
5: are those transitionals real or are they abstract
4: those animals actually existed yeah
5: okay can you present at least a single one i don't have to is it that you don't have to or is it that you can't
4: I don't personally have the skeleton of that wolf fossil, no, so I can't. I'm Isn't sorry. it so
5: convenient that we can't find a single transitional between the dalmatian and the wolf-like ancestor?
4: Can do you think wolves and the, dogs uh... are related?
5: Absolutely not. But that would be you irrelevant. Don't. That would be you irrelevant to this conversation because this is not about creationism. Okay, this is about up, evolution. I, I didn't say anything paper. about creationism. Look up the paper: Ancient wolf genome reveals
3: an early divergence of domestic dog ancestors and admixture into high latitude breeds.
5: Okay, tell me, tell me it what the
3: what is the intermediate? I simply want to know what it is. Uh, they label them with like numbers. And
5: uh, <laughs> numbers are just abstractions. What That's a label! Yeah, an abstract label.
4: Are you, are you an abstraction? They call it the your wolf.
5: Of course, I'm not an abstraction. But well, you are presenting abstractions as evidence for evolution.
4: You're not in front of me right now, though. I don't see you,
5: atheist Jr. You're clearly dodging what is obvious. What's as the so obvious? Give up? i given you. I've
4: given you a
3: citation. I gave you the name of it.
5: I just need yeah. you to present the at least one transition. I did.
3: I did, and so the reason that I you gave uh, me numbers. Up, I gave you a name, actually. What uh, name? Time your wolf. And I gave you the name of the paper that it appears so in where I So um, the, reason it. I, the reason that I the reason I bring up uh, creationism is because it is the most skeptical position that people hold on this earth about evolution. So I was hoping to start with some common ground of what is accepted variation of change, so that we don't have to start at biology 101 for an
4: hour and a half debate. But we can't even agree on if wolves and dogs are related, though.
6: Yeah. That's, second, that's his tactic. He's trying to waste
3: our time. For the sake of the debate, a on biological. Okay, so, so, so,
6: so off, my position. So, first off, the I don't think anything that I brought up is like necessarily biology one First off, the yeah, he <clears throat> bubblegums was. Yeah. The 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 macro view of all of this is when the more we dive into genetics, which originally, unless you guys are denying this, has was considered the foundational defense of uh, evolutionary theory. But the more that we, the more research that's done and the more that we discover that larger and larger portions of the genome have specific function and that very minor mutations, even in, you know, STRs and things of that nature, like, oh, if it's, as long as it's between eight and 13 base pairs, we're good. If you have less than or greater than, then you have XYZ disease. Like we're discovering this out the wazoo. And if the, Foundational premises of evolution, i.e., you can like have all these uh, mutations that can take place until, you know, eventually something functional comes in the, into existence and you can have co option, all these different things. If that's true, then why in what we're observing now is it look like if you don't have ridiculously high fidelity rates, um, you have massive issues, i.e., very often leading up to death. So, how is it actually plausible? rather than just being inferred and extrapolated out from a, you know, mental gymnastics, that somehow all these things that we're observing, which would get in the way of evolution actually being plausible in the macro view, um, somehow just magically happened in the past. Like, how how do you guys defend that?
3: So I asked this in my intro, what is the uh, genetic limit? What, how many differences defines um, that something is not related?
6: Okay, that's not what I, that's not remotely what I brought up. I was talking, That is I,
3: exactly no, what no, you that's, brought up. That's you not, said, no, you no, said no. there are major differences in the genomes, which is somehow a point against the common ancestry of the organisms that we're talking about. So I asked a direct answer to that uh, on topic, which is how large of a difference does that need to be to challenge evolution?
6: For the sake of uh, hey, hey, the, hang, on. You, you, hang on, ladies and gentlemen, he just said he asked a, a direct answer, okay? So, yeah, you can a, you can answer the, questions with questions. So, I mean, so, people so, miss, but right, people you, miss you, you sometimes. completely. He can well, yeah, because he's he's dodging this is on my question, you know, you're dodging my question, which was well, no, it was not, about not, five minutes
4: long, yeah. You talk so in I, a very I, complicated way, it's hard to follow. Well,
6: I, I apologize that multiple structure uh, components to a compound sentence are going over your head. Maybe you should take off your beanie. But the whole point that was being made was in relation to the fidelity necessity in order for things not to die. Okay, so if we know you need to have 99.9999% uh, fidelity right now in order to not have massive issues, the uh, it doesn't matter if it's like in humans and chimps, I believe it's somewhere between 35 and 36 million uh base pair differences, I believe is the standard, uh, accepted position, right? The if we know that very minor modifications, exponentially smaller than 36 million or 35 million, whichever number you want to go with, um, cause you to die. Um, How is it plausible in the, what, 6 million year timeline or whatever the current uh, supposed uh, history is for that many changes to happen uh, from a split from a common ancestor and extinction not to take place? I mean, seriously, if you're talking about having that, that, that
3: much difference. So now you're asking
6: about mutational load mutational meltdown? Uh, ultimately, yes, but I mean, I'm serious. In, in context of fidelity, how is it plausible to make those jumps? There are multiple um, papers studying mutational
3: meltdown, Muller's ratchet, where uh, it's quantified where there are ways that where, you know, bad mutations accrue, but there are multiple mechanisms observed that counteract the accumulation of uh, deleterious mutations.
4: Yeah, and I feel like you're asking, like, how come in, How come there isn't just more extinction, but there was over that time period, almost like 98% of species have gone extinct. Very few species um, are what, uh, you know, uh, Darwin called favored races that actually have been able to survive even up to the common day, of the present day.
5: Okay, for example, let's take an example. Could we uh, take uh, pure breed uh, chihuahuas and evolve them to be as tall as a, a Great Dane or a German shepherd without running into very disease causing or just the utter death of the chihuahua?
3: Why would I expect that we couldn't? We got chihuahuas from wolves.
4: Okay, so... We, we have Great Danes, so...
5: so can you guys demonstrate by uh, breeding, uh, uh, selective breeding yourselves, and provide uh, through using pure, uh, pure, uh, pure breed Chihuahuas only, and then select them to be as tall as a Great Dane or a German Shepherd? Has that ever been done? You could breed it with a Great Dane or a Shepherd.
3: No, well, that's, that's yeah, you possibly. can breed animals to be larger. Yeah,
5: okay, you so possibly. you're saying Chihuahua
3: and Chihuahua. Yeah, okay, Chihuahua and Chihuahua. but yeah, but you can breed it organisms to be larger has that ever they been do done
4: that, that's I yes that's why we have great danes with,
5: it's been done with it okay where, where did uh, the great Dane come from it's been done with all livestock so you said you said you're saying the great Dane came from like a chihuahua-sized dog what I is what the intermediate not okay. what i said uh, sorry i sounded like you said that you,
4: uh, no snake said that we can breed animals to be bigger and i said that's yeah. why we have great danes because we bred a dog okay. like the, the ancestors of the great dane
3: and livestock we bred- Agriculture, everything we eat, we bread Uh, to be
6: I'm I'm not really sure where this whole back and forth is going, but are you guys actually suggesting that you could get a Great Dane from Chihuahuas? A Great Dane-sized
3: dog? Not an exact Great Dane. Well, okay. Has that ever
6: been done? So you think that Chihuahuas could breed and ultimately could be selected to get as big as Great Danes? Uh,
3: yeah, you can breed animals to get much larger than they started with. I uh, do it. Well, Take well, care, I, I, I'm, I'm not of-
6: I'm not suggesting that there aren't there can't there's a cap though. I mean it, it's pretty well recognized that there's caps on how big things can get from a starting point, right? Yeah, so you can't get a dog the size of Texas, okay? <laughs> okay. okay? Okay, well that's, Okay, that's not what I'm suggesting. I'm asking you directly, um do you think that if you're starting with the Available genome in two chihuahuas Do you actually think it's plausible to be able to Get it up to the size of a Great Dane Not the size of Texas bro because that's not actually A realistic concept so Let's get back to uh, the real agree. world So do you think that uh, getting it up to the size of a Great Dane Is actually plausible Why wouldn't you be able to
5: How can the,
3: the children could be a little bit bigger
6: And then the children of those
3: children could be a little bit bigger i you tell just you what, keep
5: going I'll tell you why, that's, why it's not possible uh, Taylor Because we tried this with the German Shepherd and what happens, it ran into a oh, wall so cool. in which uh, th- it causes hip dysplasia like the German Shepherd. So okay. it can it, it it wasn't it didn't even get that bigger, it just had a bigger uh hunch. That's a German it's, Shepherd. Some okay. dogs,
3: some dogs it will happen with the
5: Chihuahua the same too. You'll still get the hip dysplasia. So uh, you can't assume that
3: just because one lineage has a certain uh mutational. Confirmation. Okay, mutation. Another breed will have that. Okay, so, mutations
6: so, so caused and, by and man. Publicly, So, are you saying that there's always a possibility for how whatever would need to happen in order for your position to be true, it's possible? I'm saying that we have observed that uh, we can breed organisms to be larger.
3: We yeah, can. It, it, and
6: are, are we doing any kind I mean, these days, are we doing, uh, uh, I know like the Chinese, for example, are doing massive amounts of uh, gene editing in order to get like their giant pigs and, and giant cows. Right. So uh doing like recoding of a genome from a artificial perspective, like intelligent agency being injected into the equation. Sure. There's all sorts of stuff that can be done. I mean, I, I can say edit- that uh, I didn't say you said that I'm saying okay, I'm that not arguing we, that. So move on. Okay. From that. Well, you just made the argument that it's totally doable and I'm clarifying to the audience. I didn't mention gene ed- editing. I know you didn't. I'm telling I'm telling the audience, what would have to be acquired and what we have to be executed in order for the kind of thing that you're talking about to actually realistically be plausible. If you're starting with something like two, two, chihuahuas. Nope.
3: Have you seen that the livestock that used to be around, they were much smaller and that was before the advent of genetics,
4: especially
5: cattle. Uh, yeah. They mm-hmm. mixed them pigs. Yeah. They they're mixing cattle to get different types of cattle. That's no duh. That's
4: but
6: not it, evolution. They, no, they have, what I'm talking
5: about is taking two pure breed chihuahuas and getting them to the size of the Great Dane. That has never been done. They've bred pigs that have extra no ribs reason. and vertebrae
6: without gene editing. So, Taylor, how much are you willing to bet that uh, two chihuahuas can actually get to this the average size of a great dane? <laughs> I don't know. Like, and and how many generations and how many generations would be required? Like what, what's how much money are you willing to bet on that? I don't know. Whether we or not you, you can do this or not, it does, not mean, it does not
4: mean if evolution is true or right. not. Right, this
6: goes back to my exact point I was making and the clarification question I was asking you guys is, is whatever would have to happen, to, well, it just happened because evolution is true. Therefore, this is what must have happened. It, 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 there must have been some way for this to happen. Now, when it comes to actually defending the reasonability of, the, the, I didn't say you said it directly, but that's the end extrapolation of the point that you guys keep, you guys keep uh, grasping onto is, oh, well, it, it could have happened because, hey, haven't you seen cows breed? Therefore, it, they must be able to get that big. We're talking about something the size of a freaking, in comparison, something the size of a freaking rabbit becoming a steer. Like, uh-huh. have you seen uh, the breeds of rabbits? They've gotten huge,
3: huge rabbits—three, four, or five times larger than wild ones.
6: Three or four times. Okay, so are you going to sit here and say that a chihuahua I is so. only three times smaller than a great dane? I don't know the exact number. I know you can breed animals to be larger. I didn't, yeah, I didn't say that I didn't say you can't. we're with can. pure breeds. I didn't say that you can't. I specifically delineated that there's a cap on how big you can get things. And therefore, you have to have a starting saying, point that's higher before you go lower. You're saying you can't breed organisms to get larger. That's not what I've said. I've clarified Humans, that multiple times. Taylor, are you not listening? I've clarified you said that there's multiple a cap. times. You, it sounded like that's big, what you just how said. Big Correct. You said I,
3: you have to start with something larger. That's what I thought I heard, but
6: it originally,
3: yes. So you—it sounds like you're saying that you can
6: only go down in size. Are you? Are you saying there was nothing ever that in, from a uh, that ever was larger than the things that were able to be bred together and get bigger? And are you saying that they were the direct lineage no. of it, modern, giga- uh, huge uh, cows? Organisms can get larger or smaller. Through lineages, okay. yeah. through through yeah, yes. through, through, a, through a range, you're correct. And is it more likely they get smaller or larger? Uh, it doesn't matter. It, it matters. The only thing that matters it's observationally is observationally true that they they, they, they tend to get smaller. Can two uh, short people have a tall baby?
5: Yeah, because you're mixing them. Start with uh, start with n- no nope. a population okay. of. Okay, let average human height has gone up. It it has so it gone,
6: start with giants. It has gone up slightly, but they have um where they're uh, you know, a thousand years ago. Are there skeletons of people that were seven feet tall? Uh, Neanderthals,
4: yeah. There are no giants. Well, so humans exists. too.
6: There are yeah. There's not giants. There there, there were people that were seven <laughs> feet tall a thousand years ago,
4: but not twelve feet tall. I didn't
6: say twelve feet. Who I know. Said I'm just feet? saying that. So okay, no, no. no, We're making a joke. Listen, guys, try to pay attention, okay? You just made the argument that the people have been getting taller. Yeah, I agree. In uh, in the 1950s, the average male was five foot seven. Now he's not; he's five foot nine and a third. Okay, that's the that's the current height change. In the Roman era, there were the average height was like five four for a male. Okay, but was there in the Egyptian era? There's plenty of people that were way taller than that. There's bones <laughs> all over the world of people that were way taller than five four or five nine. So, so,
3: so, are you saying that it's they only got taller because that original tall person's gene spread? No. Okay. Because no, so you you're saying there's, no. there's, there's additional difference epigen- because you guys. So don't on, what are. Saying.
6: are there? Are there? You're conflicting are genetics with nutrition. Are the majority, are the majority of the height uh, increases and decreases uh, epigenetic or purely genetic? It's probably epigenetic. OK, cool. So if the, the majority of it is resulting from better nutrition and hygiene, and things of that nature um, that are enabling uh, slight variations in height. But the uh, pre-existing capacity for the much larger uh, differences in height was already pre-existing. Did it, Was it a is that evidence for new for evolution of something new or just expression of pre-existing function? Why would height increase be evidence of.
4: Can you answer uh, the question directly? Middle.
6: Can you answer the question directly for once? I can't. It's hard to answer dumb questions. That's not so, a dumb question. That's, that's, question. A, that's a, a hyper specific question, Taylor. Of yeah, so, is the is the capacity for uh, via epigenetics and other minor uh, variables for significant swings in height? Is that did that necessitate the preceding ability for greater height, or is it a hundred percent new function? Which one is
3: Variation in height necessarily new
6: function. I'm not sure what that means in this context. Or are you not, are you not claiming that inherited? Are, are you not claiming that the uh, height variables are evidence for evolution?
3: That is one piece of evidence.
6: Okay, cool. So does increase in size right? So does evolution necessitate change in size? Ad, uh, additions to the genome. Yes or no? What was that? For new functions to be available, does that necessitate new functional information? New mm-hmm. Mutations? Yeah. Yes. Okay, cool. So is this goes back to my point, pay close attention. If there was preceding functional information for greater height in the past, how then is these minor modifications in variables in height that we're talking about, which the vast majority of which are the result of epigenetic factors, how is that evidence for evolution? You you, you made the point that it was evidence for evolution. I'm saying that the, the uh, function already pre-existed. Are you denying that?
3: The function of uh, being able to change the, chi- the your child's height pre-existed, yeah.
5: Then it's not evidence it's, for evolution. The, the capacity for much, yes, great,
6: for much greater height. You're saying you're having to breed for greater height in order to gain the ability to have greater height. We've just clarified that the ability to have greater height Already pre-existed. Okay, so whether or not already, it's yeah. is the variable. Of course, it pre-existed.
3: Every change in evolution is a modification of a pre-existing structure.
6: Okay, what? so so sorry. Is it your position then that the these functions that we're talking about, using height as an example, was already in existence uh, in a greater manner than it is now? Did
3: height exist in a greater manner than it is now?
6: Wait, the, Taylor. The capacity
5: for The capacity from an informational perspective. Taylor, mutation is here information. Taylor, are you proposing that this wolf-like ancestor was preloaded with Dalmatian DNA? Uh,
4: one one topic at a time, please.
5: No, because that's not it what you're saying.
3: No, I'm saying it had hair, and it had the ability to change the color of that hair, and the length of that hair, etc.
4: That's what evolution is. It's changes, which we
3: observe, which all creationist organizations. Except
4: no, but
5: the thing is, it's just uh, specified uh, information. It's not just random.
4: Every just mutation not, just, is new it's just, information.
5: It's not, yeah. just, it's not just it's not just the expression of uh, protein coding. It's the it's the non protein coding genes. Mm-hmm. How did they get there?
3: lots of those? Prove
5: evolution too,
6: like the ERVs.
5: No, if you're going to propose, AAUs. are you saying a- that
6: A-J, AJ addition of a random bit of a, a bit of Shannon information has no relevance in relation to the necessity for functional information and the different the clearly delineated difference between the two so the whether or not you want to say that if there is a gene duplication or uh, in that context that okay there's a greater is an increase in the number of bits that has nothing to do with whether or not it is new functional information and then accounting for the necessities in order for this new functional information to come to be from the evolutionary model that is the whole point that's being made here. So whether or not there's adaptation, uh, it, very often in real time, you know I'm a big fan of uh, Shapiro's uh, work in talking about how they're observing they observed all sorts of things happening in real time. it was it was very directed. It was controlled uh, modifications to existing function on the fly based on very specific um, pressures. But it was nothing random about it at all. It was a very um, exquisite function. So having those kinds of modifications and adaptations of pre-existing function, I don't I have zero issue with that. But that's not y'all's position, is it?
3: Yes, it is. Every evolutionary change is a modification of pre-existing traits. Okay. It, but 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 from, undirected Dalmat- pro-
6: but, from hang on, but from an undirected process, correct? Nope. No,
5: nope. okay, so, it's all so directed
3: else? by you know,
5: like the environment. Okay. If the wolf didn't have the uh the the, the Dalmatian traits, it's uh morphology, how did it get that morphology? Was it already preloaded in the wolf ancestor? Or was it through microevolution that it gained these morphology? It's definitely it, microevolution. Okay. The question I posed in my opening is: what is
3: the limit to the amount of microevolutionary changes that can occur in a lineage?
5: Is there a limit? Well, you tell me.
4: Microevolution is still evolution.
5: Okay, if no, this, as long as it's this not is going microevolution, extinct, there is isn't okay, a limit. if this microevolution was real you should be able to demonstrate at least one intermediate between the Dalmatian dog and the wolf. Well, you just admitted
3: it is. All creationist organizations admit it is. I Um, think we can handle that. Yes.
5: What what my partner believes in his free time is relevant to this debate. This is about, you are defending evolution. Mm -hmm.
3: And so uh, another example of like functional information coming from pre-existing traits is the chlamydomos, uh, uh Clamidomonas, uh
4: yeah
3: Clamidomonas, yeah, uh which uh would started off unicellular and became multicellular um and it didn't evolve like some new protein complex or anything it used pre-existing genes that were just regulated in a different way which allowed it to basically have tissue differentiation in a body with a set amount of cells
5: are you talking yeah. about the i think it was a the amoeba, an algae. The algae. It's an
4: algae. It's okay. a single cellular algae, and it got over fifty weeks. It was able to get an extracellular matrix because no, it, of selection pressures.
6: Well, okay, first okay, of all, okay, okay. Hang on, hang on. So I, I love when this supposed definitive proof gets brought up. It really honestly cracks me up. So me too. In, in relation to the pan genome, uh, have was the ability to uh, connect and communicate in different in different fashions between the single-celled organisms did that already exist genetically yeah okay cool so these algae
3: were still able were able to uh, communicate so, so, with each
6: other. Okay, I, okay again did the capacity for them to do exactly what was observed did that already exist or it's how evolution works what well wait, hang on hang on evolution Okay. Okay. I'm talking about the functional capacity to do all the different variations they did. Did it already exist, or was this new information that was injected into the equation in order for all these for the colony model to, to form? It's not a colony. So it
3: what it what uh, okay, it does right. is there it already had the ability to stick to other cells and communicate with these cells. Cool. So what it did was just change like the uh, temporal regulation. Of okay. those genes that already existed, which ended up making them stick together in a body, yes. and they would communicate with each other as a body and tell some cells to turn off and not reproduce, so that some cells would reproduce, which is essentially tissue differentiation and a body.
5: Yeah, and they did this to avoid a predator. And while doing so, mm-hmm. they became they became immobile, so so they couldn't move. And so, it was only but, after it was only after the the. After the predator situation happened, that they split again and became a s- single cell again. So it was never a multi cell or ev- multi-cell evolution. Yes, it was. No, it wasn't because it was already there. They, they already had that ability. It was just a defensive mechanism. W- no, because it was
3: a mutation. Okay, so are, fact, you a a, mutation are, are, are you guys? Are you guys they actually? Down? Down?
4: They didn't your- split apart again. That's not true.
5: Uh, they
3: did. And by the okay, way, so, I, I would pick um, being immobile over getting eaten by a predator. Anyway. If
5: you don't move, you get no food. Right. Okay. So let's, let's no, I'll just
6: just sit okay, there. Okay. So they have, in photo they have photosynthesis. They photosynthesis. So in war, are there, in the military, are there different specialties of a squad or a battalion or which insert yeah, yes. uh, section? Okay, cool. Yes. So the. Uh, are all of them all the people, all the soldiers are still human? Yeah. But they could have a specialty in a different area, but they're still, yeah. still See there, they, right? they can
4: break off from the squad and still be alive, but the cells yeah. in the in the multicellular cannot. Organism.
6: <laughs> yeah, they'll die. They
4: can if they break off, they die. That's what makes it not a colony, and what makes it a multicellular organism. That's the distinction. Oh, that,
6: that's that's what, okay. So the if we thought uh, wars are, with are, like are, you gonna, blobs are you gonna, of men stuck together? Hang on, are, are you, you now going to try and argue that the uh, genomes of all of these different single-celled organisms were now uh, identical?
3: What did you yeah. ask? Are we arguing that they're not identical?
6: I'm asking you. You claim that they're becoming uh, multicellular organisms, correct? Well, one of the key delineators of a multicellular organism—they're operating from the same genome with uh, uh, different cell type differentiation, correct? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, are you now? Are you guys arguing and claiming that these single-celled organisms all have the identical genomes now? Uh,
3: probably not, because every cell in your body does not have an identical genome either.
6: Uh, other than very, very slight modifications and var- variables, um, like the genome is the same. Well,
4: if there's any slight yeah. differences, it's not identical. Then,
6: <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay, this is really cracking me up right now. Okay, so cancer. Some all your cells have no, like no, no, little I, I, tiny I, I, differences. This is Sometimes seriously cracking me up. Right the difference up right now. causes cancer from all other multicellular organisms. Um, do they start with the same genome? And then develop out the variations from there. Yes or no?
3: What
6: was the beginning of that? Do all other multicellular organisms that we observe, do they start with the same genome and then cell type differentiation happens from there? Yes. One? Okay. So would that be a key delineator of what is a multicellular organism? It has a identical genome that can, can be modified, but that's a starting point.
3: Yeah, the, these are clonal oh. from each other.
6: They're, whoa, 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 they're clonal from each other? No, they're not.
3: Yeah, they. One of them splits off and starts cloning itself and makes itself a new body. So
6: you're saying you're saying that the original, because they had a variety of different uh, colonies, they're like uh, groups, right? You're saying that they were all the same one, just replicated and then formed, or there was multiple to start with.
5: What?
3: They were all the same one. How can all
6: be one? I'm asking you from a genetic perspective. Were there whether the parent cell were there, were there multiple? It, yes. Were they all from the same parent or were there multiple parents? Each individual
3: has the same parent cell that budded off from its parent.
6: That was a starting point for all the different groups?
3: Not every, not all the different groups, the individuals that we're talking about. There, there are multiple different. Uh, Versions of this experiment: one, they were subjected to predators; one, they were subjected to a centrifuge.
4: I think they have it where it's like each uh, they each colony is in a different like petri dish thing, and they start off with I don't know if they start off with a single algae cell or 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 not. They they bud. I'm actually not sure about that.
6: Okay, so I just want I just want to clarify: Are you guys arguing? I'll have to look it up. Are you guys arguing that? they all originated from a single cell and then ultimately formed into this multicellular uh, hypothetical colony you're talking about?
3: No, only the eight-celled individuals started from the same cell.
6: So they had identical genomes and then differentiated into different uh, portions?
3: Uh, Nearly identical, but clonal does not mean exactly identical.
6: Okay, so do they now have massively different genomes, or is there an expression of pre-existing function that enabled these variations to take place?
3: It's expressing pre-existing genes that are regulated in a different fashion.
6: Cool. So if it's already pre-existing information, how is that evolution? Uh, Because it's
3: it's now being regulated in a way where it has new functional information.
6: So so it already had the capacity, and things got switched on and off, it already had the preceding capability to have these variables expressed, but you're no, claiming that like, is defense of evolution, not so. So there wasn't like uh, slow mutations over time and new formation of function in order to create these new regulatory networks and things of that nature. Um, they were already there, and within 50 days, or whatever you said, um, and a very, very even with uh, bacteria, that's a very short uh, timeline. You're saying that they created all these new functions. It's 50 weeks. It's like-
3: it's like in code, if you have a command that's functional, and then you copy that command, and you place it in other parts of your code, and it now has a completely different function. Yeah,
6: that's new information. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You, what? You think that, hang on. You think copy and paste creates a new function or just expresses this, an yeah. existing function yeah. in a different spot? Oh yeah. yeah, you know you, anything dude, about Oh, Dude, are that's you sitting homework. here? Tell, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. I, Actually, I do. Are you sitting here trying mm-hmm. to try and tell me? I have a freaking... Yep. I have a contact form plugin in WordPress, right? Mm-hmm. And I say, hey, I want to have this module on the contact page and on a uh, interior page for a service offering. You're saying that because I ch- I say, yes, insert code here and here, that means it's a new function or the expression of a pre-existing function in a different spot? Which one? Neither. Neither? hmm So you're saying, okay, so please defend your position. What, what is it then? So what? how it works in biology... <laughs>
5: This is too good, go, go ahead. this is very simple.
3: No, let me answer.
5: Okay, go ahead. So
3: the way it worked in the algae
2: was- No, no, it no, had... no, 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 we're, we're John, on code right now. chance to respond. John, we're on code right now. We have to right give to the chance to yeah? yeah? No, don't dodge. We have to give him a chance to respond.
3: Yes, the way it works in he, the he algae
2: know... is
3: that it uh, turns on reproduction at certain points and it tells the other ones to turn off at certain points. So in a code situation, where you'd have I don't know what uh, command that says uh, turn off a certain function or turn on a certain function, and it just uh, it does that. But you you take that line of code and you add you add it in a different way that it does a completely
6: different function. Then yeah, that's new information. You you just said on and off. Was the was the new fu- was the new function, dude? Okay, that's like saying uh, so I so now so have lo- no, no. That's not like saying I've logged in and said I don't want it on this page anymore. I want to add it to five others. That somehow again, this is not new functional information. This is yeah, it is. No, so it's not. This is down not, to, no, dude, to dude, don't very don't even, Oh my, you copy paste something
5: that's not new. No, 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 no yes, it is. No, if it let's does go something back. else, no, Taylor's new. to respond. So,
3: so it's not doing something.
6: It's not a new function. It's not a new function.
2: Respond, John.
6: I'm responding to him. He just went. I'm responding to him right now. This is how it works with binary. You can make any different
3: function
5: based on different combinations of a one or a zero. Taylor, if I steal the code from a Windows 10 and then just copy paste certain codes in a different spot, but it still does the same execution, am I going to get copyright struck and taken to jail? plagiarizing,
3: uh, but that's not what I'm talking about. But I said that's it has exactly a
5: what function. you're talking
6: about. Exactly no, nope. what you're talking about. Nope. Okay, don't Taylor. lie. It, Taylor, I said it has a Taylor, different. Function. Taylor, you, you want to go down to binary? Okay, so let's go zeros and ones. So does uh, ASCII have a very specific uh, code mapping that's been done for a sequence sequence of zeros and ones that equals A B C D etc cetera, etc cetera, one two three four five six seven eight ten? Yes or no? I don't know. So you're talking about binary and how this all these zeros and ones can make this new function, but you don't know if ASCII has specific code mapping of sequences that equals it's, zeros it's, and ones. It doesn't matter. Yes, it is does. It, is this no, Taylor's
4: doesn't. coding information on
6: trial? Uh, well, we're ta- okay. We want to go down it's on that rabbit hole. Are you suggesting that the genome is not code?
3: <laughs> irrelevant. Just like everything you've just been
6: saying for the last. No, it's hundred percent relevant. It's hundred percent relevant. I can give you that the genome I is said. designed. And it changes nothing about this. No, no, we're talking about the necessities of the sequence of the uh, codons to be equal to specific functions. Are you denying that that is necessary? What? That the codons must be in specific sequences in order to be it result in the specific function. That's how it works. Okay, so how is that any different than the combination of zeros and ones that are necessary to equal, whether it be letters and numbers, and then uh, from a string perspective, equaling commands that are executed, like how is it any different?
3: So you're off on DNA as a code now? No. that one cares. No
4: one
3: cares.
6: I don't want to waste my time. I, I want to make, make, make sure. Yeah, you can talk about this,
4: this on your channel. Like we're not going to waste our time with this.
6: So, so are you going to argue that uh, evolution does not necessitate the formation of new code from a genetic perspective?
4: You no. can
3: make new code by altering previous code.
6: As, okay, an, I, as an intelligent you agent, you alter? Sure. I've done this
3: oh, for wait. games. I,
6: are, you, are, you, are you an intelligent agent who had an understanding of the uh, desired outcome?
3: So. Yeah, that's irrelevant. The thing that I'm sorry, sorry. drawing attention to <laughs> is that you, modifications of existing things can be used to create different functions
5: they yeah. again program it so there
3: was there was no new gene in this algae it was regulated in a way that it makes an eight-celled body that has
6: that some cells have reproductive function okay so, did so they all, that's new information did they all you pre- lose did there's all, no there's no way around Taylor, this, did they all have the preceding rep, uh, replication function yes or no yeah okay so they turned off a pre-existing function correct no
5: oh <laughs> no
2: so,
6: dude are you serious they had the pre-existing function you just admitted that
2: we're and going then to Q and a shortly. did they turn it, it on minutes.
6: yes or no Thank God. turn it on or off which one uh, this they is not the turned it on and off
3: in di- at different times
6: okay cool so was that and with different stimuli so so turning off so if I click off okay here does so that mean that the, the pre-existing function already existed or came into b when I pressed on and off this so, is like saying I turned the light on <laughs> oh man this is too okay good. Here, so so here's a good
3: coding example if I have the command execute function but i change the um the, the cause of the executable then
6: that's different information if you ch- uh, yes but what okay. has to happen okay whoa, 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 whoa. we're done with that now okay. let's okay. move on right, to right uh, now. no 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 no, no 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 now we're done how, how does that have to, what has to happen in order for that change to take place it moves which can happen no, in genes on no, dude, in relation to the code base, what has to change in order for the cause for the if-then-else to be modified? What is necessary from a co- from a, a machine code perspective for that change to take place? Uh, someone types it in? Is that what you're looking
3: for?
4: <laughs> that's, what, that's exactly what I was thinking.
6: Do, okay, and what is necessary for that to take place? Uh, you press the keys on a keyboard. Are you looking for an intelligent
3: agent did it? Intelligent agent do equals God. god equals no, 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 no. Because DNA no, no, can no, no, do this hey, on no, no, its no, no. own. No, no. no what we've demonstrated with the no, algae,
6: dude, you're, you're using the uh, no, no. We've already established that the genomes, or the the algae weren't creating new function. They were turning on and off no, preexisting we've function. we
3: established that it does have new function. You just said it was new function. you've got
4: extracellular matrix.
6: Oh
3: my god. Okay. You said yes to
6: me. That's no, a beneficial so we've been this. <laughs> this is right, ladies, to talk Ladies about, and gentlemen, uh, this ERVs, is hula- Ladies and gentlemen, this is hilarious. These guys are doing such a hilarious dance and dodge. Okay, we know only that have they a open, couple minutes left. So James, did you say we... we're going to Q&A. Yeah. Yeah. Is that where we're at? This is hilarious. Notice yeah. that we yeah. haven't yeah. been laughing at our opponents
4: I just wanted to say notice that me and Taylor haven't been laughing in a mocking way at our opponents the whole debate. I just wanted to point that out. But evolution can have mechanisms that are both natural selection And artificial selection that has an intelligent agent in it—that doesn't disprove it either way. It's an intelligent agent. You can't equivocate that to—that's—that means that God exists. Because I know that's what you're trying to do, even if you won't admit it. But that doesn't work either. No, no,
6: this has nothing to do with God. This has nothing to do with God. This has everything to do with the fact that Taylor and you have both been like, well, all you have to do to make this to change this clause in the in the function is type some stuff in. Like, and it so, happened. Now, it doesn't have to be in a hyperspecific experiment. The experiment spot. happened. it get have over to, it? Dude, was new coded information injected into the genome? We already established this. It wasn't injected, it was mutated. Dude, okay. the Turning on and off of a pre existing function is not mutation to new information. It's the deactivation of existing information. We've been over this. Yes. Like Taylor, if, if I turn, turn on my, my so bulb. can we
2: talk about ERB? Is so my, my, my Because
6: you
3: said I wanted to avoid that.
2: Let's go with, uh, yeah, what have you got? Let's go, uh, Taylor, what have you got?
3: Yeah, so um, basically, you <laughs> kind of dodge the, the whole num, it being implausible numbers-wise, and um, then you kind of went off into, well, it confers a function, therefore it uh, was designed or might be designed, which it's not because they are confirmed to be parts of viral elements. We can observe this happening today, so we know that they are, in fact, viral elements. Um, koalas are undergoing this right now, so we know what it looks like when ARVs invade the system now. Um, and they can, they actually confirmed that you can confer function in mice uh, with ERV elements.
5: Uh, can I answer this koala real quick? One? Okay, the koala has two ERVs: ERV B and ERB A. ERBA was already there in the koala and it, uh, it's necessary to the koala. ERBB is a mutation of KRB-A, and has become the disease one. So are you providing this evidence for creation because KRB-A was already in the koala? It was only after it mutated into KRBB that it became a disease.
3: No, because a god wouldn't uh, make it look like it was all. There would be no okay. way okay. for Look, it to K-R-B all affect. to the, in the exact same spot, and a God who wanted us to know that wouldn't do that.
5: Disease happen.
3: That doesn't just prove God. Plus, that's not part of this debate. Yeah, viruses cause disease, but um, they took no, the mutation B- uh, 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 tay- uh, uh, uh,
6: Hang on, Taylor. Are you arguing that all that the vast majority of viruses are pathogenic? The vast majority of viruses are
5: pathogenic.
6: Yeah, yeah. That's, That's categorically false. It's the viruses I, are pathogenic. It's the re, reciprocal. It's a very small number of viruses are pathogenic. The vast majority are either benign. You're or are talking kind of function.
3: ERVs or not?
6: Well, we're talking about viruses. Who cares? Okay, I'm talking about Who cares? ERVs. <laughs> okay, okay. So the, the ERV, human. So ERV. the ERVs that have existed that have documented function, which I kind of addressed in my opening. Right. my so opening, the so they're like ass- essential for like development. Okay, so so
3: we've proven that that organisms can co-opt ERV elements uh, for functions that they already have. It has never been uh, observed. Yes, it it has. Never been observed. The co-option, the 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 co-option
6: observed. The the co-option has been
3: observed. The one b was inserted into mice, and it started being expressed, where um, normally uh, it it helps uh, cell-to-cell adhesion in uh, apes' placentas it's expressed in in, uh, in the brain in mice and other mammals. So they inserted this ERV into mice, and it started using the, that ERV information to be expressed in its brain, and it started regulating
6: for the brain. And whoa, that's how things viral functions. So, so did you just say that it has it already has a very very similar one that's a, uh, executing it, that's being uh, like prior to this insertion. Does one very similar? Is that what you said? Yeah, that's the point. Okay, okay cool. So in uh, in code, right? If I take a uh, a chunk of code for let's go back to using something simple for the for the audience of a form, right? And I get the script for it from GitHub, and I freaking copy and paste it into the source code for a freaking web app or a website, right? Um, it came from this other one, but is the browser going to be able to read it? if it operates on the same system and it's the same code? Uh, I'm guessing
3: no, but that's oh my God. what happened. No, the, the, the answer, answer is yes. The answer is yes. No the answer do is yes.
6: Okay. okay, the answer is 100% yes. So, so the, that's fact what happened Chrome, in the fact that Chrome can read <laughs> code that was taken from over here and injected into this other website, but they're both operating on HTML, CSS, PHP, whatever, um, languages that uh, Chrome can uh, interpret. Or, like, what is the relevance to the mouse having a very similar piece of code inserted into its genome and then doing the same type of function?
4: It, you, you brought it up. It
6: doesn't. It has a. I didn't bring it up. Snake brought it up, not me.
4: No, he brought up the mouse because we're talking about biological mouse, evolution.
6: I didn't bring yeah. up the mouse. I did not bring up the mouse that... at all, AJ. That was Taylor brought up the mouse. I, I saw awesome the example.
2: Well, yeah, will we give Taylor a chance to respond, then we got to go to the QA. The mouse has
3: this uh, uh, regulatory hormone. Corticotropin, a releasing hormone, which helps in uh, cell division and adhesion. It has a completely different system that does this for it. Its brain and its hypothalamus, as do mammals. Humans use this in their placenta. They use the ERV in their placenta. They were able to make the mouse use the ERV in their brains
2: they were able so, they were to, so there was so a this, this is proving so we've got to jump into these questions, we've got a so, lot he, of questions. so
6: human directed We got code a lot editing. of questions
2: we're going to jump it's into hilarious. the A. want to say thank you very much for your questions folks we're going to try to move fast all of our guests are linked in the description you've already been exposed to them in the most part you can you guys are perverts but you can click on their links in the description box if you would like to Be exposed more to them. This one from Stupid Whore Energy says, Viral mimicry and tumor suppression aren't really functions of ERVs. Viral mimicry occurs due to ERV, endogenous retrovirus, activation. They don't function as tumor suppressors. Their activation can activate oncogenes. I feel like it's a...
6: They work in... There's... In every instance, that's not what's being argued. That's a specific function of specific types. And usually they're working in conjunction with other proteins and other genes, i.e. like P53, in order for the activation of the immune system to come to destroy cancer cells and things of that nature. So you, I'm not applying a blanket function to every single freaking ERV. I was using examples of different ones that do have these functions. This is like saying every gene does the exact same, uh, creates the exact same protein or enzyme. Like that's just ridiculous.
2: You got it in this one coming from, thank you very much. Alan Bupree says, your mic is tilted the wrong way. Thank you for that. Alan, I appreciate it. It oftentimes is, but I appreciate the feedback. Mark Reed says, logical, plausible, probable. Co-opted functionality for ERVs does not solve the problem of how they got into the same place in both chimp and human DNA. How do you explain that?
6: Okay, Mark, as usual, you never pay attention. By the way, folks, there will be an after show on my channel if people want to come and have greater conversations about this. the If you're operating from a pre-existing or a, a code base that's being used in uh, unison for a variety of things, having code in the exact same spot, somehow not being evidence in favor of that versus happening randomly... Um, through undirected process is ridiculous. That's like saying that because every freaking website, if you cl- right click and view source, is going to have header, title, footer, um, in the exact, in almost the exact same spot on every freaking website, every web page is going to have that. Somehow that is not evidence in favor of it being put there on purpose versus randomly. I don't understand why this is so difficult to understand, especially for you, Mark, given the fact that you claim to be a you know expert in networking and such. This okay. one
2: coming in from. Do appreciate your question, Alan Bupree says. BGG and John, what is your plan to influence the scientific consensus? Me?
5: Uh, just make these uh, uh, evolutionists look silly, what, what they already do. I really don't have to do anything.
6: Um, on the, I mean, what was the question? What am I going to do to influence the scientific consensus? Correct. Uh well, I mean, I think that there's already fractions happening. Or fr- frac- things taking place inside of academia already um i think that the ongoing argument to the masses will ultimately be necessary because you know they're going to operate from their dogmatic positions well the evidence is going against them and eventually they'll have to realize the emperor wears no clothes
2: this one um, coming in
6: from
4: i was just going to say the answer is none
2: Swifter says, ERVs cannot be explained away by function. What you need to do is ex- explain shared loci, mutations, and long terminal repeats, discontinuity, nested hierarchies. Failure to do so makes uncommon ancestry a fantasy. Can you do that?
5: Do you already answered that one? I literally down the floor. If,
3: if I could question. add... Why it's so important. Um, I want to give you guys the chance to respond first, but okay. Uh, yeah, it's because of how they're inserted. They're inserted as infections, and function
2: does not really depend on necessarily their location.
5: It's based on a false
2: precept. This one coming in from Stupid Whore Energy says Maddox or OR fans. Genes encoding proteins of unknown function are mostly found in viral and plasmid genomes. Makes sense since they mutate madly. Some encode new families of DNA, polymerases, and topos.
6: Well, a lot of that is assumption. Um, But the point I was making in relation to all of the orphan genes and... The differentiation and more sequencing we're doing the whole point i was making is there's dramatic differences and they're n- you're claiming that all the else all oh, they all just magically happen to form themselves uh, but wait isn't it the similarity that's supposed to be the evidence in favor of evolution but now we're finding all these massive amounts of differentiation so which one you can't have it both ways
2: this one coming in from Bitter Truth says, John slash skeptic, why all why are all living organisms genetically close to each other? Don't you think they have a common ancestor?
6: Okay, so again, the the more we study the genomes, the more we're realizing there's dramatic differences that we didn't realize were different because we were ignoring entire portions of the genome in the first place. But in relation to the, what was the second part of the question?
2: One sec. Is there someone with a, like a background speaking or like a TV on or something? Because it's just a little bit, I can yeah, hear There's some something. crazy echo. This one from Bitter Truth says, John, why are all living organisms so genetically close to each other? Don't you think they have a common ancestor? Oh,
6: gotcha. Okay, so um, from a dev standpoint, if you're building multiple uh, apps on, uh, like web apps on like PHP, right? Um, and let's say you're using Bootstrap for your CSS, there's going to be dramatic amounts of similarities but you can have like things that are just, just massively different from an end functional perspective all however if you audit do a code audit and look at all the similarities be like oh my god look at all the similarities in this code but then for any, in any other context somebody's like oh well that just means that this one evolved from the other one you'd be considered a moron so in relation to why would there be similarities well um, if it's all organized architected and uh, has architecture from a logic and a, and a functional information perspective, I mean, that would be more indicative that it was created by an intelligent agent, not formed for undirected process, but that's that's just me.
3: How big a difference is relevant is my question.
4: Yeah, you're not arguing for God at all.
6: The person asked me a question directly, and I have avoided this, that whole point, the entire debate. So don't sit here and try and now, because I'm answering a question from from the audience, They now act like this is just an argument for God. That's not what's going on. Go ahead.
2: Fair enough. This one coming in from John Mathers. says, why are all of the deities in every religion invisible? Every single religion.
5: Not part of the debate. But uh, it's because they are... for example we wouldn't we wouldn't say god exists because then we would say he's an object and we would just anthropomorphize god so god isn't a thing so he doesn't I would, exist but he is true you could say
4: there are pantheistic pantheistic religions that believe that all of nature is representative of god so that wouldn't be in, in, invisible in that example
6: i mean from the from a general revelation perspective I would argue that kind of sort of in line with what AJ has said, but not quite the same that the things we're observing uh, in the universe would be evidence in favor of uh, God in relation to, I mean, there's so many other things this, this is argued, uh, been argued for millennia in relation to where the evidence is for or against God showing a physical uh, presence like on a ongoing basis. I mean, I guess you could do that and, from the Christian perspective, that will happen in the future, but there's a uh, preceding timeline leading up to that.
2: You got it. This one coming in from Mr. Monster it says, How do you guys dispute radioactive dating, which is empirically checked over and over to be fact?
6: Hasn't been remotely discussed tonight and has zero to do with the debate.
2: This one coming in from Big Bad Mama. Says Maddox, why is standing for Truth's ERV manual, which you accept, not taught in the science curriculum in any university?
6: Uh, so I'm pretty sure that what she's referring to was just published like a month ago. So how would already have made it into academic curriculum, given the fact that those things are like. Pfft, take years to be modified in the traditional sense. I'm not really sure how that question is relevant. Um, In regards to my knowledge of it, I actually haven't, uh, I've read a couple chapters of it, but I have not read the entire thing. Uh, I actually haven't watched his, uh, I've been super busy with work. I haven't watched any of his lectures on the topic. So I don't really know what the point of the question is.
2: Yeah, give it some time. It'll make it there. Definitely well formatted. This one from pineapple platypotamus says for both sides, why do women shave their legs?
4: To, to appeal to um, expectations of gender roles based on Western society.
3: To appear neotonous, I would think.
5: Because of hygiene.
2: John? This one coming in Should from... Men do that? <laughs> John, all right, this one. Appreciate your question as well. Bitter truth. It says skeptic of evolution. May I know both of your guys' educational background, if you don't mind?
3: For, for them or us? Or everyone?
2: I think they were saying that well, they
3: said the skeptics, skeptics
4: of evolution. Oh, uh, uh,
2: yeah.
4: I mean, I'm a layman personally. I mean, so I don't really think that's important in these debates, but that's just me.
6: Well, hang on. You don't think it's important? Didn't you guys specifically talk about in your opening statements how if you don't have the uh, education in these topics that you can't really have a challenge to the uh, conventional paradigm? I
4: I didn't say that. I I,
3: I did because if you're challenging a a widely held consensus from the experts, then you're going to probably need some expertise because otherwise you're going to have very high danger at Dunning-Kruger.
6: Effect. Right. So, so is it your position that there's no people that do have the supposedly requisite uh, degrees who are also making very similar arguments? Do they do they not exist? Are no. They there's people are, at Andrew Kruger. Are they all those? Are
3: they the only ones? Yeah, and they're they're better qualified to challenge the consensus.
6: <laughs> okay. So, uh, if let's just, hypothetically, if they make the exact same argument as I do, does that negate the the validity and soundness of the argument? based on who delivers it? Uh, no.
4: It
3: would be okay, just so then, as
6: bad. So what the hell? Is, no, no, no. We're talking about from a logical perspective. Does the qualifications of the individual making an argument have any relevance to whether or not the argument is sound and valid?
3: No, but it does have relevance for cool. uh, what for us being able to have a conversation about it, us knowing that each other knows what they're talking about. That, that's why these people are hired. Uh because they're better qualified oh okay so
6: the so, that doesn't when, have, so, so it doesn't have anything to do to move with on. whether or not it's sound or valid correct
2: this one coming in from mm-hmm. I want to say folks so sorry youtube is glitching someone sent in a really generous super chat a 50 dollars super chat at the start and i'm sorry i can't i tried to put all of them in a little post-it note as i was going and that one i think unless i already read it just whoever did put that super chat in, if you could at me just in the live chat with just a normal at modern Debate, Debate and let me know what that question is so I can for sure read it in case I didn't. Because as I've been going through, I've been deleting questions. I just want to be sure that I didn't miss that one. Bitter Truth there's says...
4: A, huh? Oh, I was going to say, there's a way in your YouTube settings that you can look at all the super chats that you've gotten previously. I was just going to say that.
2: Oh yeah, that's where I'm looking, but it's glitching. So I, oh, okay. for some oh, okay, reason, I see. it just... I don't know why. It started doing this last night, but it's still doing it to where... I've tried to copy and paste them into a doc really fast, but I just wanted to be sure that I didn't miss that one because I was like, did I for sure get that one? But anyway, this one coming in from Bitter Truth says, Skeptic evol- or skeptics evol- Evolution, can you answer what is the folding code for denatured proteins? And can we predict the native structure of a protein from its amino acid sequence precisely? Just checking. Thank you uh
6: so yes and no our knowledge is growing dramatically the ai systems that have been being developed have become better and better at being able to predict the end fold um, of a sequence still not 100 percent, but it's uh, getting dramatically better as time goes by
3: those ais are based on evolutionary principles but just a little tidbit uh, no,
6: those, so, No, it's based on knowledge of what uh, sequences result in which three-dimensional fold. Um, that's, pre-program- that's pre-programmed information, and it's based on analysis. John
2: cool. Mathers says, thank you very much for your generous super chat. John Mathers says, buy or download a copy of John Day's quote, Yahweh and the Gods and Goddesses of Canaan, unquote. If you aren't scared of it burning, your hands if you are religious zealots fear archaeology and linguistics abrahamic monotheism evolved from canaanite polytheism how do you like them apples theists
5: well uh, personally me i like it maybe my maybe my partner not so much but that's irrelevant to this
2: conversation that's right you're a polytheist aren't you
4: I hope when we have creationism on trial that it will come up because I'm sure that debate will happen.
6: John, no thoughts on this one? I thought it was directed at the atheists. I'm not really sure what the point is.
2: No, I think they're saying that monotheism evolved from earlier Canaanite polytheism, in particular Abrahamic monotheism has. Yeah,
6: well, it's, it's ironic that people suck about that. It's not going far enough down the rabbit hole. If you keep going down the rabbit hole, uh, you'll find that that stuff derived from, and it's almost on a global level, um, a monotheistic perspective that morphed into polytheistic, and then in some cases came back into monotheistic. So it's just, anyway, keep going down the rabbit hole, buddy. This one, if your, fingers, in from if your, if your Bitter- fingers haven't burned, you can turn the tape. Keep turning the pages. Keep going a little bit further.
2: Bitter Truth says, what? In order to refute evolution, you guys must know biology question for you what is the cause of homosexuality especially in the human species
5: what i the? think we're gonna get if we answer that question
4: well there is a, a there is a genetic component to it maybe it's not one specific gene but they did do studies that showed that identical twins had a higher percentage, if one is gay, of the other being gay. But I would say that your sec- your sexual orientation ha- has, a, it's more of a nurtured versus nature relationship where the things that you, the way that you grow up and the things you grow up around and your things that influence you also are going to have an effect on that, I think, obviously.
6: I'm, I'm still trying to wrap my head around that question. In order to debunk evolution, you need to understand biology. What is the cost of homosexuality? I don't, I don't know.
2: I, go ahead. I think they're saying it's just
3: that... the shared amount of knowledge that two experts uh, need to engage in uh, to have a, a more expedient conversation, at least.
4: This one, probably left the second half off that question. Sorry,
2: stupid whore energy strikes again. Question for creationists A to I RNA editing can mechanistically increase the A to G mutation rate in the corresponding positions. Isn't this a rich source, one of many, of evolutionary novelty? Uh, can you, I was trying to keep
6: track of your letters and words there. Um, the likelihood of different swaps, I don't think that actually leans in that favor, especially when you factor in the... Uh, endonucleases and the editase for, and all the different error correction mechanisms, which account for the vast majority of those types of modifications. And and given the fact also there's ones that are specifically in place to address those kinds of modifications, I would say that wouldn't actually go in favor of it for a macro view.
2: Gotcha. This one coming in from Joe Schwartz says, dumb question. Will we ever see another Animal evolve to have intelligence of a human. I think this or is not. a genuine question. Raccoons, maybe
4: one day they have the the hands the, with the po- opposable thumbs like humans do. If they had the brains of dolphins, who knows what they could do?
3: Maybe the French will evolve one day, but I'm not sure.
4: Um, that is offensive.
3: <laughs> I like to dig on the French for some reason. Uh, I couldn't think of anyone else. But, right, uh, right now, I, I yeah, think not in right our lifetimes, probably. Right
6: now, I would argue that the, to extrapolate on Taylor's point, nobody, none of the European countries have a chance. They're uh, they're toast now that their gas got shut off yesterday.
2: Mm -hmm. This one coming in from, do appreciate your question, John Mathers. says, there are examples of transitional fossils and vestigial organs that they teach in basic biology classes from whales to archaeopteryx. I think that might be aimed at me? I think so.
5: Okay, Uh, yeah, you can't DNA test any of those. For example, uh, uh, evolutionists will say with 100% accuracy that this, I think, uh, I forget what's the name of the fish ancestor, but they'll say with 100% accuracy that that's our ancestor, despite not having any genetic data. But they can't give a single degree of separation between a wolf and a Dalmatian. That's all
2: you got it this one coming in from do appreciate your question stupid or energy says maddox in bgg look like they are leaning on each other this one from bitter truth thanks very much and again was it swifter was it you that asked that super chat question that i mentioned earlier the the 50 one that like came in really early was that you swifter but bitter truth says dramatic similarity or they've or there's common ancestry due to the shared DNA. Why do you ignore it by saying that God made it? We don't even have Adam and Eve fossils, and there is no single evidence for this. So why this interpretation, John, namely the idea that it's evidence of a common creator or designer?
6: Good Lord, I've addressed this multiple times. Go back, rewind to the portion where I was talking about something like cake, cake, PHP, and bootstrap. And analyze that whole point, do some Googling to understand the the macro view of the the point that was being made, and then come back.
2: You got it. And this one coming in from Made by Jim Bob says, Snake slash Atheist Junior, if beliefs are expressions of evolution, if theism is a belief that is evolutionarily advantageous, should we all be theists then?
4: I would say no because uh, the point of evolution is usually to live long enough to reproduce and being religious has resulted in a whole lot of violence.
5: Um, I would say yes. No, go ahead. Go ahead, Simon. Yeah, I
3: would say it depends on the environment. So there are – I don't think it's the theism itself. I think it's more that theism serves as a community bonding um, mechanism. And yeah, that can be advantageous. Um, There are a lot of delusional type thoughts that can be advantageous for survival because it's safer to believe that the wind is a tiger than the tiger is the wind sort of thing. Um, But I think that in more modern times, it's not advantageous.
2: You got it. It depends
5: on the environment. Say yes, um, you know, because it doesn't really matter the the under under what flag you fall or religion. It's it's mostly the solitaire when when the ideology becomes toxic. Even atheism can become uh, a communist nightmare. So, but you need a structure. You need some amount of order. You, you just can't have a, a pure disorder. That's
2: all. You got it. This one from do appreciate your question. Alyosha says the monotheism argument is historically illiterate. Too much of difference in the systems. That was from one earlier. The native atheist says, don't know who the other guy is, but Maddox needs to look up, quote, God of the gaps fallacy, unquote. You're mute. are
5: you muted?
6: Sorry I had to step away for a second there to uh explain to police what I was doing here. <laughs> um the uh okay so God of the gaps fallacy is based on just what you don't know versus what you do know. Okay? I get so tired of the standard oh it's God of the gaps versus naturalism the gaps, fallacy kind of things like okay I've this number one in regards to this um the trial portion of this debate um I was not going down the rabbit hole of ID or creationism. So atheists try to pay attention to the debate. And then in regards to your, Oh, you're going down the God of the gaps fallacy route. Um, the point being made is the contradictions to the naturalistic explanation, not just saying, Oh God must've done it, which is not even really the, point, the position that was being taken.
2: This one coming in from do appreciate your question. Beam says, do LPP and BGG. Realize that Chihuahuas are extinct and the modern ones are just dogs that are bred to look the same but are not actually Chihuahuas.
5: Yeah, we can mix dogs. Surprise.
2: Mark Reed says, BGG. Are you aware there are four breeds of dog that have evolved in modern times? Buer Terrier. Yeah. Hold on. The Barbette the belgian lacanoise i'm gonna screw that one up and the doggo argentino
5: yeah those are all mixed dogs again new dogs by mixing dogs surprise
2: you got it and cameron hall says did you get my question cameron I'm, I'm virtually certain we read yours let me just double check i'm gonna go back and try to edit undo and just be sure that we covered all of the questions as i mentioned folks there was a, a there was a generous $50 super chat that came in earlier like at the very start of the debate and I'm like uh, like I want to be sure that I read it because I thought that I copy and pasted it because YouTube's glitching so I don't have the list in my creator studio but forgive me if I don't have that this one coming in from do appreciate it bitter truth strikes again where do our memories get stored and how are they retrieved again How can learning be improved? What is the difference between explicit and implicit memories? What molecule is responsible for synaptic tagging? John? Uh, Well,
6: one of the latest theories, which I actually interviewed the uh, PhD uh, researcher behind it, um, Ben Golt uh, from the UK, uh, the position he's taking is the mesh code theory and specifically looking at the Talon protein and a couple of other ones that interacts with operating as 13 bit binary switches that are dynamically, uh, storing information and looks like the, uh, the code base or the code that it's utilizing to store information would potentially expand the data storage capacity exponentially. Um, they have quantified it and, uh, delineated the whole code, um, and are now working to interpret this, but it sends signals into the into the nucleus uh, for expression of specific genes. Um, it's it's quite fascinating stuff, but I would say that the uh, mesh code theory and the different uh, components that are working uh, under that auspice would be a starting point for the answer to your question.
4: Uh, memories are stored in the hippocampus.
2: This one coming in from, let me be sure that I've got every last question. If it was you who put in that super chat and it did not get read, shoot me an email at ModernDayDebate and we'll make it right. I'm at Modern Day debate, Modern Day debate at gmail.com and want to say I'm searching for any last questions. Oh, yeah. Cameron, you asked if I got yours. Let me just double check just to be absolutely sure that I did get yours because I thought I remembered copying and pasting it. And yeah, I did reach out to YouTube support today to let them know that I've had this problem and they. Apparently I haven't fixed it, but we can talk
3: about dogs while we wait.
4: I
2: did it on the, uh, it was in the, uh, creator studio. There's like a lot, like a live if, chat that I opened up. If to you tweet,
4: if you tweet at YouTube creators, they usually respond on Twitter. I've noticed that
2: they did respond. They they recommended okay. me, uh, for that link that I went to, but unfortunately they're just surprisingly haven't done a great job of actually fixing it. So let me know if that question was from you, though. I like nobody claimed it, which is I'm surprised. Like, could they Maybe have? They're not watching. Yeah, quick,
3: someone yeah. claimed the fifty dollars.
2: Could they have really put in a fifty dollar? If I put in a fifty dollar super chat, I would be like staying. I would be like glued to the screen. But it might have been Jeff Bezos. But want to say our guests are linked in the description. Want to encourage you if you have not already. You can check out their links right now and you can learn more about their views. Oh, Cameron, I did not. Cameron Hall, I did not get your question. If you can at me with it really quick in the live chat, I'll read it. I want to mention, folks, in the meantime, if you are listening via the podcast our guests are linked in the description as well. So if you were listening there and you're like, "Oh, okay, who is this person?" I'll, I'll check out their YouTube channel. This is the first time I heard about Snake or BGG or Maddox or Atheist Junior. You certainly can by clicking on those links right now whether you be listening via the podcast or via here on YouTube.
5: Not me. Stay away from my channel. I don't want, I don't want uh, Atheist versus to debate on my channel.
2: Up <laughs> so to me sassy. instead. Did we just did we just lose John? Oh my yeah, god. I mean, and, did John get he arrested? He spooked. Oh. Well, Probably, let me, yeah. let me switch
4: over here. Snake scared him off.
2: Because I think there were police that came it. out, and they were like, what are you doing out here in front of the building? And John was like, hey, man, want some drugs? Let me check. Hold on. There's another question. This one came I in from the spirits Al- got him. Alyosha says, bigger question is how visual data is rasterized, sound synced, then digitized, stored, then recalled in our consciousness.
4: Uh, well, I guess our, our brains are able to process all that data because they our our visual cortex has to flip an upside down image that gets in our from our eyes, and we get data from both our left and right ears. It's slightly different, and our, you know the human brain is just an amazing thing, isn't it?
5: Uh, no, there is no hard drive that stores what what your actions are in the brain. Uh, what life is is the the. combination of spirit and body so your choices are coming from the spirit through the body It's, it's no different than the radio and the signal the signal the broadcast is the consciousness the signal going through the radio is the spirit
2: you got it and this one from Cameron Hall says can the skeptics provide an alternative working model to explain biological diversity of life I think that was for john and bgg they're saying if evolution if you're not willing to accept evolution do you have something that would be better than it
5: well i would say creation i don't know about lpp but it's not the topic of this debate
2: you got it and angry canuck says hey can you ask bgg my questions together You didn't get mine. I sent two chats. Angry Canuck, was it, let's see, said, did you have a question? Sorry about that. If you were, if you did actually put in that $50 super chat, especially we've been looking for that one, let me know. Even if it's not the $50 super chat, if I missed it, as YouTube has been glitching tonight, please do shoot it in right now and I'll ask it. Pardon that uh, kind of. I'm curious is anybody else having that issue with uh or any of the you guys have got YouTube channels at least two of you do if you uh if you have it me if you have super chats ta- turned on do you have it where you're having the issue of where it doesn't show them when you click on the see all button
4: Well um have you, have you tried um Going backwards in the timeline of the video because on mine, like super chats will pop up, but they eventually disappear after a certain amount of time. You know, based on how much money they are. You know the the correct. Yeah, but I don't know.
2: Yeah, I'm trying to. When I look at it, I basically I can't go back any farther than about eight fifty nine. Yeah. And I wish I could go back further. I'm trying to think. Is there? Does anybody else know of a way to like see? an old question
4: well um you said that you you tried going like to your YouTube dashboard and then like click on like settings and in there like there's uh one of the tabs can sh- shows me like every super chat I've gotten recently that, uh, yeah I don't
2: I, I yeah, but I guess that one didn't work I mentioned but already if that anybody ha- that.
5: if anybody has lPb's number you should probably call them the chick is okay not arrested
2: that's true. Let me call John just to see that he's not arrested. I have, let me see if I can turn off super chats and then turn them back on. And let me see if that actually does the trick. So,
3: Donate in- for his bail fund.
2: Angry Canuck said, one of my questions that I sent in was, why can wolves breed with dogs?
5: Uh, they can breed, but they're offspring are infertile. Well that's no different than saying why are the lugs on the car compatible with the, why two why are the lugs of two sedans compatible? But well, yeah, there's gonna be some compatibility, but you're not you're not gonna be able to put the entire engine. There's some compatibility, but the compatibility is leads to so infertility. So they're it not doesn't. really because it does.
4: Not in that specific example, it doesn't.
5: Uh well it degrades infertility. It's it's more prominent, for example, on lion and a tiger. Uh wolf dogs are fertile. It degraded fertility. For no. example.
4: A, a mule is usually infertile.
5: This one. Yeah. Go ahead. No, I was going to say the degrades What why you can't get mutts, uh,
2: general fitness goes down.
4: You can't demonstrate that? So. Uh,
2: yes. This one from also the Angry Canuck, thanks very much, said, if you look at Google, the Dalmatian comes from bloodhounds. I think they're saying that it's not. Well, thank you for that. Thank you. It doesn't. Let me know if I'm interpreting you right. I I was under the impression. Are they saying that? Do you guys understand the point behind that? Was it that they're saying that it's not a new species, or are they saying something different?
5: They're saying that the the intermediate between the wolf ancestor and the dalmatian is the bloodhound, but it's not true.
4: Go we'll accept that—that's that what they said. Whether or not it's true, that's what they said.
5: Nobody's saying that.
4: Well, the commenter said that.
5: Uh, the commenter, but like, be. but it's not true.
3: You do know that certain bre- certain purebred breeds today are derived from breeds that existed already, right? Uh, the problem is you can't demonstrate any of those. We can't demonstrate there are new breeds within like a lifetime.
4: Very- there are dorgies. They're a mix between a dachshund and a corgi.
5: Yeah, you can mix dogs. That's not that's not the problem I'm presenting. I don't see the distinction. You can't make a new breed though? Mixing dogs and getting purebred dogs from like this nebula is hypothetical. There's a difference there. New breeds is hypothetical. Mixing dogs, yeah, that's real. Uh, but that's I mean, how all breeds are born no that's the thing you you haven't demonstrated any of this where is the intermediate between the wolf and the dalmatian you just said it's an abstraction it's a number it doesn't exist no.
4: on exactly. the diagrams
5: yeah it exists on paper it, it exists as lines on paper but not in actuality
4: no we were saying that the diagrams are in a they have to abstract it that doesn't mean it doesn't exist that that animal or population of animals didn't exist that doesn't mean that
5: like it, it exists in people's minds. It don't exist in like fossils or a living ancestor. None of those. Okay.
2: This one coming in from do appreciate it. What I'm gonna try to do is first, let me try to make sure that John didn't get arrested. If he was like, man, I got arrested. They're, they're... Let me, uh I don't think he did. I think it's probably his battery went out. But. Mr. Monster says, you missed my super chat. Mr. Monster, I know I for sure read one of yours, but if I didn't read, let me uh check and see if I can pull up if there's any that I missed. Sorry, folks. It's the YouTube thing that's making it really difficult right now.
3: Yeah, so so I'm seeing that Dalmatians came from Spotted Great Danes. Is that?
5: Uh, Yeah, that's been debunked. I can present you the source for that if you want. So,
3: but what's the problem conceptually that certain dogs can f- come from other breeds?
5: I think the problem is just conception. It's just abstraction. That's the problem. So where did they come from? They were created according to me, but that's not part of, that's not the point of this debate, is it? So poodles were created by gods? Uh, my position, but not, not part of this debate, is it? We can debate that. We, I, that's just an curious interesting to topic. Ask.
4: So it's, actually, hard, it's hard for us to know what, w- without knowing what your position is, it's hard for us to really argue back and forth.
5: Oh, I would say whether I believe in God is kind of your own to this debate. You know what? I, I want to debate that topic.
4: Sure. We'll do it. Let's do it. Do it on Snake's channel.
3: Yeah. Right, let's By the way, way plug for my debate channel, Debate Cafe on coach and uh,
5: yeah Let, let's we, do, do it on MBD. I mean, this was fun sure I, like
3: I like to collect niche like real niche topics though for our channel. I, I
5: think James might find that interesting.
2: yeah, that might be the case. One is Mr. Monster, I think you asked uh, you said that we didn't read your super chat on uh, radiometric dating. That one actually oh. we did read. So we got that one. And then, Bitter Truth, I know that you had said that we missed two of yours. Let me know which ones they were, because I, I, I'm not positive. I might have missed yours, but I, I'm, I'm pretty sure I got all yours. But let me know if I missed anything. Bear with me, gents. Sorry about this.
3: So if anybody wants to debate whether Avatar The Last Airbender is an anime, we're going to host that debate.
4: What about Korra?
3: Yep, same.
5: Yeah, same same concept. Yeah. Wouldn't it depend how you defined anime? Some people, exactly. exactly.
4: Well, I mean, I guess it's uh, the animation style, but uh, was, it, was uh, Avatar animated uh, by a Western animation company?
3: Save it for the debate, AJ. Okay.
4: <laughs> I thought you were going to talk about James Cameron's Avatar for a second.
2: This one from Bitter oh, that's Truth. An anime. Bitter Truth says, so this is BGG, In cell theory, what is the exact transport mechanism by which proteins travel through the Golgi apparatus? Uh, Come again. In cell theory, what is the exact transport mechanism by which proteins travel through the Golgi apparatus?
5: I have no clue.
2: Gotcha. I
4: thought uh, you said in cell theory, like... Yeah, theory. that's what I heard
5: first, like, incel theory. <laughs>
2: that's tomorrow night. But let's I know see.
3: There's, like, I forget no. the exact details, but there's vesicles involved. It's been a while. from my Golgi days.
5: I've I, I studied incel. that. Like, holy dang. The incel theory. <laughs> yeah, that's what I heard. It, sound, it, it sounds I mean, like something that true, exists. Oh, you know, t- uh, Andrew Tate would probably fit that. King of incels. <laughs>
2: I'm calling John. Just look at him.
5: He's looking, right looking Chad so Which shouldn't be possible. Yeah, there it is.
2: Maddox? I'm calling Maddox right now. Well, I think I feel like
4: the debate's pretty much over.
2: Yeah. John didn't answer. I think he's in jail. But wanna say thank you very much for your fo or your questions, folks. I just want to make sure that I got this last one, but it looks like they may have left, left, but the debate, the jailed John Maddox, hopefully John's not in jail, but with that, thank you very much to our guests. It's been a fantastic time. I'll be back in just a moment with a post-credit scene. So stick around folks about upcoming updates about upcoming debates and BGG, yes, too, yeah. Atheist Jr. and Snake, AKA Taylor. Thanks so much for being with us and we hope you have a great rest of your night. <laughs>